Hello, everyone. My name is Mark Anthony with Edge on Regenerative Medicine Show. I am so excited today because I get to meet with a special guest who I've actually personally met, Dr. David Gafkin. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Mark. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited and I'm not only excited, but before we get into excitement, I want to tell everybody out there in, India, in internet land, I need you guys to share this video. Why? Because we make sure that we get the best doctors on this show to help you, your family members, your friends, whoever you are. I need you guys to share this video because it takes one video to change one person's life. Even if you're not in pain, it's about sharing to help other people. And since we're sharing, uh, Dr. Gafkin is out of Auburn, Indiana. He is at seekhealthnow.com. Check out seekhealthnow.com. Today we're gonna be talking about quite a few uh, subjects. We're not gonna be too long, but we're gonna get to the point. And if you have any questions, please feel free. Uh, Dr. Gaffman will be able to answer them. Today, we're gonna be talking about neuropathy and the healing of the body from anything from frozen shoulder, from plantar fasciitis, from electrotherapy, back pain, low back pain. So um, before we get into that, doctor, if you wouldn't mind just uh, telling us a little bit about how you got into the profession. Um, that's a good, interesting question. When I was a young boy, my parents uh, went to a chiropractor. And I remember my mom and my grandmother always saying that the chiropractor that we went to would always take my hands and he would hold them and say, these are the hands of a chiropractor someday. So I guess I just grew up with this innate thought that I would always be a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. uh, I went off to be an architect and decided that really wasn't for me and ended up going into chiropractic college. So. It's always been my passion, and it's kind of my story of how I ended up here. That's amazing. That's normally I hear, you know, I got hurt, I hurt my neck, and the doctor fixed me. How old were you when they when he did that? When he said, you yeah, know, I, I, maybe I was four or five years old. I don't remember per se, but I just remember my mom or my grandmother always saying that. So, and I always enjoyed going to the chiropractor. We went once a month. This is back in the, you know, fifties and sixties. So this is a long time ago. My parents went once a month. Wow. And uh, we grew up with the whole model of healthcare where we just took care of ourselves. Uh, we just very seldom ever had any health issues. Wow, that's, that's amazing. So, you know what, let's, let's, uh, we'll get right into it. Um, I love your story. I actually wish I was from the, the 50s growing up. It's funny, I actually have to go back to like watching older shows and the Twilight Zone to to see, you know, their style. I've always been intrigued. I mean, I even kind of off the subject, but even like my watch is early, uh, early sixties, you know, I like that type of style. And so anyways, when you mentioned fifties, I get excited, but, uh, we'll get back to fifties. So I don't remember many of them. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> anyways, um, let's, let's talk about, like we said, neuropathy and healing of the body. One of the things I'd like to talk about is let's say somebody has, um, you know, shoulder problems. Are there any cool things like laser machines or things that you use and, and how that works? Yeah, shoulders are very intriguing. There's a variety of different things, but the most common things you see are either a frozen shoulder, which is like an adhesive capsulitis where the, where the tissues have become really um, scarring and, and fibrotic, or right. someone has some type of a tear of a rotator cuff muscle. Mm -hmm. So those are the most common. Uh, and most of the common tears of rotator cuffs respond extremely well to what we do. 
-hmm. Now, if someone has a complete rupture where the muscle's torn completely away, you know, surgery is your only thing you can do. Um, but majority of, of shoulder cases we're able to treat. We do those with um, just a variety of different things. We use um, a thing called radial pressure wave. Mm -hmm. um, it's a form, it's actually it's a machine that puts an acoustic wave that goes deep into your tissue and actually creates a change to the scar, it breaks up scar tissue, stimulates blood flow by a process called angiogenesis, which means it actually creates new blood vessels. When we have good blood flow, you bring in oxygen, glucose, all the things you need for the cells to change. Um, we do that. We use some forms of electrical therapy. Um, a, a machine actually that I like really well is called Hakomet. It comes out of Germany, um, which is um, probably the best machine on the market. It's used in a lot of the pain clinics. Really? Because it's very effective on big, uh, breaking pain. Um, but it also has a very unique way of healing tissue. It actually creates a chemical change by the form of electricity. So that would be like electrotherapy? Yeah, it's a form of electrotherapy. Yeah, it's just very advanced over what other people's units generally are. And with the Hakamed, um, what, what do you normally see that you've seen that it's worked really well with people with certain um, you know, we use it with neuropathy. It's been really, really effective. People who have what's called polyneuropathy. Uh -huh. um, actually, one in five people nowadays have neuropathy. It's that big. So basically, they get numbness, tingling in the feet, cold, hot feet, combination of them. They lose their balance because they don't have the feeling they get numbness in their feet. Mm -hmm. So now they start to stumble around. Um, those that have it know what it's like. Feel like they're walking on pins and needles. Their feet are on fire. Sometimes people are so bad that they, even the sheets on their feet bother them. It's that no. pain. So yeah, it's extremely painful. So we use a variety of things on that. We, we've had some great success with neuropathy. Oh, awesome. Generally they're told nothing can help with it. Medically they'll tell them, you know, you've got it. That's what it is. So people get it from chemotherapy. Right. So you have chemo-induced neuropathies. Um, you've got it from diabetic neuropathy. That's probably the most common cause of it. It can be alcohol-induced. There can be genetic forms of it. There's a lot of different forms. So we have people come in. We do a, a really complete assessment, look through, find out what's going on. We're actually able to score it, tell you what your score is. Based on your score, we can tell you whether we think we have a good chance of healing it or not. Wow. Because it's too bad, you know, sometimes it's just beyond hope. When you say score it, uh, what, how does that work? There's a scoring system that comes out of the University of Toronto in Canada, mm -hmm. and it was designed for scoring neuropathy. So we'll go through like seven or eight different tests, checking, like, like can you feel a pinprick? And then you rate that on a scale mm -hmm. of zero to 10. So then they're going to rate coldness. So we'll use ice. And then we'll use a coolness and we'll have vibration. So there be, there's a number of different things we do. Then we'll also check your pulse rates in your toes. We'll look at the oxygen levels in your toes. Wow. Is it the same as in your hand? Are you losing oxygen supply in your, in your feet? So we can use that in our scoring system. We also check things like joint position sense, which we move the big toe. Can you feel the toe move? There's some people we take their toe with their eyes closed. I could literally break their toe and they wouldn't even know it. Their feet wow. are that. 
So we, we look at all those type of factors. We take temperature readings on the feet, the hands, on the forehead. You can see some people will be in the upper 90s in their forehead and their feet might be in the low 70s. So they're, they're not getting blood flow down into those tissues. So you got to do things to generate blood flow as well as heal the nerves in there. Amazing. You know, another thing that I wanted to bring up is uh, something that I don't hear. I hear a lot about on the internet, but maybe not a lot in video, like plant, uh, plant, it's called plantar fasciitis. I'm saying that plantar correctly. Fasciitis. Yeah, there's different ways of saying it, plantar fasciitis or fasciitis. But <laughs> basically, it's, there's a, a, a band of tissue on the bottom of your foot called the fascia. And right. it's on the bottom, so it's called the plantar surface. So that's where you get the term plantar fasciitis. And the itis just means it's inflammation. So okay. this tissue becomes inflamed. They used to think in the early days it was caused by a, a heel spur. They used to cut those out, and then people still have the same pain. So what it is, it's scar tissue in there. And so you got to go in and you got to break up the scar tissue, and you got to do things to get those tissues once you break that down to heal. Mm -hmm. So that's where we use a, a tool that's been, uh, studies have shown it to be the number one uh, tool for healing this is called the radial pressure wave, shock wave. There's different names for it. Uh -huh. So it puts an acoustic pulse deep into the tissue that actually breaks up the scar tissue and actually will break up any calcium deposits in that tissue as well. Then we follow it up with lasers to increase mm -hmm. blood flow into the tissue, bring stem cell production into there so it heals faster. Then we'll follow it up with some electrical therapy, the HACOMED. We use that as well to actually stimulate blood flow and create further healing in the tissues. Those in combination have uh, been tremendous with plantar fasciitis. Well, it sounds like you kind of like Batman. You got a bunch of little toys that actually help. That's you. right. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it because I, I I'm just hearing you out, and I I kind of read it between the lines. Like if you're working with somebody, I notice that you're. It's not just one thing. It's a prefla of things to make sure we get the body. Yeah, you got to use the right things to heal the, the you know the, whatever tissues are involved. You got to use the right. Uh, tools to, to make a change there. Yeah, you have a tool that I totally love. It's called Back on Track. If you could maybe talk a little bit about Back on Track on how that helps out with the back and the lower back. The Back on Track is a unique tool. It's, it's a form of spinal decompression. So there's a lot of people advertise decompression units. All decompression units other than the Back on Track and actually another one that I have, which is rare to find them because they're very expensive. But anyway, uh -huh. I'll talk about that in a second. The back on track does what's called axial decompression. That's what all of them do. They actually stretch your spine open and, and allows the disc to start to become, get fluid into it, opens up the space where the nerve comes out, things of that sort. The back on track actually has the ability to side bend your spine each way while it's stretching it out which now it's working different tissues in there. So if you have a bulging disc that's pushing out on one side of your spine, if I can bend you the other way, that opens that space even more and actually pulls that disc even farther back in. So you get better results, you're working different muscles, you're working different tissues there, as opposed to just straight stretching to it. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. I, tried it. I tried it with my back and I'll, I'll tell you. you oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was at a conference. I saw it. And I bought it that day. I just said, I got to have it. It's that great. Wow. You, you didn't have to pray about it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even. I, I want it. I need yeah. it. Don't even think about it. Talk to my wife. Talk to anybody. I need it now. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And uh, they also so, have a neon track. I like to use it on myself because I just do it as a maintenance. You know, it's funny. I've actually been looking at getting it for myself, but that's another story. I, I, I like to buy the tools too. Um, I have quite a few tools myself just in my home yeah. because I see how well it works for you guys. And then I start buying all the stuff, you know, like the neurofeedback, which yeah. I'm not going to go into that one, but we're talking about this. But the neon track I want to talk about. Uh, which are they're con they're kind of connected together but separate. Maybe you could talk about. Yeah, they're two different machines, yep. similar concepts. So when people have problems with their knees, the most common one is they have arthritis in their knee, bone on bone, the the cartilage, the meniscus is getting thin, right. inflamed, things of that sort. That's the most common things that we see. So what happens is the the neon track basically we just put a strap around your thigh, and then another strap just below the knee and this machine actually decompresses it pulls your knee open and relaxes mm -hmm. back and forth and we're only talking like 15 pounds so it's not like but it opens the joint enough that it starts to bring in what's called synovial fluid it actually resets a process where it straightens the knee out and and uh, a thing called the screw home mechanism which mm -hmm. doesn't function right so it helps correct that as well while that's going, we take a laser and we actually put laser into the joint. So as that knee opens up, we got more space. We can get lasers deeper into that tissue, which stimulates stem cell production, increases a thing called ATP, which is energy that's made in the mitochondria of the cell. So now your cells have lots more energy so they can do what they want to do, heal. So it breaks inflammation. It it creates increased blood flow, actually increase new blood vessels. So lasers are a big part of what we do because they're they're so great with so many tissues. Lasers. Um, when I think of a laser, I think of like Star Wars, you know, getting shot by a laser. Uh, these lasers are they're what we use are infrared lasers, near infrared. So you can't really see the beam. There's no pain with it. There's no you feel it? No, you don't even feel them. Some people feel the blood, like a little tingling feeling, very minor because of the blood flow starting into those tissues. So we have a number of different lasers. Um, I have one laser that's a um, extremely high-powered laser that will penetrate about three to five inches, and it is extremely good with cartilage. All lasers work off different wavelengths of energy. So one of our lasers has two different wavelengths that do certain things. This other laser is at a different wavelength that they do the same thing, but some are a little better at some tissue than others. So some of them are better for muscle and skin tissue. Some are better to get really deep into the cartilage material. So we can actually start to regenerate this bone on bone. There's no cartilage there. We actually start to regenerate some cartilage by doing the decompression. You get space in between the knees, and now that whole knee starts to heal. You get all the components that it needs to heal. Wow. So what I hear what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is that when you, when, when you, when you use the laser, it's basically as the bone's pulled, so you're able to get in there with the laser, it's actually creating stem cells. It's activating stem cell cells, which is actually healing. Yeah, not so much the, um, the decompression doesn't really create the stem cells so much the as it, some laser. of the other things we do. Okay, okay. So, okay. so the, the decompression opens up the joint, which brings new synovial fluid in. Oh, okay. It allows the lasers to get deeper into the tissue, and mm -hmm. it also then allows more blood flow. Cartilage has, cartilage is very strong tissue, so it doesn't damage easily. But when it gets damaged, 
it doesn't heal very well because it has such a poor blood supply. So anything you can do to get better blood supply creates healing into those tissues. So you get oh, lasers. We use the, the shock wave or the radial pressure wave creates blood flow, creates new blood vessels. One of the things they do a lot of times when they go in and clean up knee joints is they drill holes in there. There's a, there's a name for it, but they drill holes and they're trying to get blood flow into that tissue. Oh, I see why. The problem it is when they do it surgically, you end up causing more scar tissue, but that's the concept they're trying to do. We just have tools that do it better. Lasers. Love it. I love the you know, things of that sort. We use electrical therapies when we treat our knees because it gets, again, another form of getting blood flow. So you take all these different components, decompression, you take the, the radial pressure wave, you take HACOMED, you take lasers, all those synergistically start playing off each other. And now you've got a symphony that's just working wonderfully and be making changes in the tissues. I love it. And then another... You know, so people are told the only answer they have is surgery. Right. They don't go through it because they've had a friend die with surgery or someone spent two years in the hospital with an infection and they're saying, I need an alternative. We have it. And so I these people, majority of these people do fantastic. They're walking, living a normal life. They want to exercise to lose weight. But the difference is you do surgery, you're going to spend like easily a hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, and not only that, but the surgery is not even guaranteed. It's no, I, yeah, it's 50, that's a whole other subject. 50, it's 50 50. That's, I mean, that's the odds of it. Right. Now, what about you do fantastic? And, and a lot of people swear they'd never do it again if they had the chance. So, everybody that I've heard, they're like, stay away from surgery. Yeah. Everybody that I've had that has had surgery, they're in worse condition or not. Right. Uh, and there are some cases, there's certain situations no. that that's all you can do. So, right. I'm not here. Not, not here to bag on that, but no, right. It's good to. But we sure got a great alternative for those that don't want to go through that. Definitely, you, you and I were talking about a, another subject for spinal decompression about a machine. Hopefully, I'll say it correctly. It's called analgic track. Analgic track. Like analgic, like posture. Okay. So it's it's a different machine. There's not many on the market. They're very, very expensive, but they're the best. And they, and they do the same thing. I, I've had this for years until right. the background track came along, and I liked it that it was a mechanical way of doing it. So mm -hmm. the so the intelligent track is, again, a form of spinal decompression. The background track only treats your lower back. Mm -hmm. The intelligent track has a, a neck component to it that we can put your neck in it, and people that have bulging disc in the neck, chronic arthritis, um, stenosis, lots of conditions. We can put it there in there and we can actually do 10 different movements on their neck. We can bend their neck from side to side and have a traction. We can rotate their spine in either direction. We can put their head in flexion or what we call extension. Nice. So if there's a component where their neck doesn't move right and we need to fix that component, we can actually put the machine in that position. There's no other machine on the market that lets you do that. So if you have a neck condition, we're the only ones, and I don't even know where the closest machine that can treat a, a, a cervical condition. We right. got people with a bulging disc in their neck, and they got arm pain, and they haven't slept for days. We don't get them on the intelligent track, get their neck tractioning, get them side bending a little bit, and within minutes, their arm pain is gone, and they'll be, sometimes we'll come in and they're snoring. So, and then how for frozen shoulders? the low back, it does the same concept. So. Wow. 
I've been using that, except for manually, you have to go in and put it from one side and then manually the other side. Then when I saw the back on track, I said, perfect, you're doing it mechanically. So the machine actually does it, tractions, bends the other way tractions. So it's just made our life easier clinically taking care of people. So wow. two great machines. Does that help with frozen shoulder? Now frozen shoulder is a whole different thing. We treat okay. frozen shoulder differently. So uh, frozen shoulder, you, you got the, the capsule that goes around the shoulder. You get fibrotic tissue that, that doesn't let the shoulder move well. Then there's muscles that support part of all those rotator cuff muscles and a few others, like this was dorsi and some others, that become involved in that whole shoulder complex. So we use a thing called trigenics that we go in and actually change. You've heard of it? Love it. Oh, it's fantastic. So we use trigenics to start to free up the muscles, and it basically makes a, a, a different change in your brain, so your brain senses the muscles differently. So we're able to start to get mobility back to those, but once you get mobility, you've got tissue that's been in a state for a long time, so then we use other tools with that. So we go back with the radial pressure wave again, goes in, breaks up scar tissue deep, gets blood flow. We use the HACOMAT again and do some therapy on that, um, we'll use lasers. Again, the lasers are phenomenal with it. So we use a combination of some different things. But this is one where we actually physically go in and do changes to it with a technique. And most frozen shores, we, we're getting them changed in three, four, five visits. Um, you know, there's guys out there that can, can do it in one or two. Um, you probably know what I'm, Dr. Barlow, but who, who, who's been training us to do the strategenics. Yeah. But you know, you get some of, what's that? I'm all two. Yeah. So anyway, you, you, you take some with frozen shoulder, some of them are a year, year and a half. Medically, they don't know what to do with them. They're just like, oh, let it run its course, do what you can. And it right. gets a little better in, in weeks. So wow. and anybody that's had it knows how debilitating it is. And the longer it goes, the worse mobility. So no, it's exactly. tissue. So and you know, I, I just want to say for one thing. You are a uh, wealth full of knowledge. Um, it's it's like it's like with so much ease. I know you've been doing it for a few years, but uh, I I just want to say if you wouldn't mind just maybe telling people. I know you're in Auburn, Indiana. Maybe ask some of the people like what are some of the areas that you service surrounding areas. Well, the immediate areas that we take care of are like Angola. Mm -hmm. We get a lot of patients coming down from Angola. That's north of us, Fort Wayne area. We're like 15 minutes out from Fort Wayne. Actually, we're closer to parts of Fort Wayne than, than people who live in Fort Wayne are because we're right off the interstate in Auburn. Um, we get people coming over from LaGrange, Shipshawana, um, just a variety of, you know, probably an hour circle around us is, is not uncommon. Mm -hmm. We treat a lot of chronic conditions that most people don't. So we get people sometimes they'll come a couple hours from, from different directions. Wow. My okay. son um, works with me, uh, you know, a couple of days a month. He has an office in Indianapolis. Um, and, you know, he treats uh, things like thyroid and some really um, a lot of metabolic conditions. He works a lot with those. So and he actually um, actually teaches for a group called Apex Energetics. So he treats a lot of real chronic conditions. So we get some people coming quite a distance to see him at times. Um, and then I'll sometimes help him treat parts of that condition other than what he's doing there metabolically. So that's amazing. Yeah. How, how did your son uh, get the bug? Was it just from you or did, you, or did you pick up his hands and say, 
these hands were meant. No, I didn't. I always, when my kids were little, I said, you, you know, do what you want to do, be what you want to be. And I didn't ever, I never pushed him to be anything. And he just decided he wanted to go into chiropractic. And we've had a blast. He used to be full time with me. And then uh, he decided a lot of his friends were down in Indianapolis, which is like two hours south. It's a big major city, right. working in a small rural area. So I don't blame him. So he moved down there, but he still comes up here every week and works with me. And spends a day in the office and takes care of patients. And he does a lot of extra stuff talking about neuropathy patients. A big component of neuropathy is what we call the metabolic side. What's driving it from a physical standpoint? Do you have diabetic issues? Do you have inflammatory issues? Do you have gut issues that could be a component there? Are your D levels right? Are your B levels? So we do an extremely comprehensive um, blood profile when we take a case of neuropathy, he does all the analysis, sits down and spends 45 minutes to an hour describing, oh yes, it's intense, describing, and he goes through every blood test and explains exactly what was done there. So we go over and above what you normally get done. We, we test things that, that are not normally done. We look at CRPs and we look at homocysteines and all kinds of different markers that are involved with neuropathy that, that nobody else ever looks at. So wow. that's part of the neuropathy program. But he, both, he and I both have training in the whole functional medicine. Um, he does it better than me and enjoys it more than I do. So I've turned it all over to him. So we kind of all find our own little niches. I really enjoy some of the other things. Uh, treating that's the kids awesome. that we talked about. We both, have degrees in functional, yeah, we both have degrees in functional neurology. Uh, about eight or nine years ago, I decided, you know what? That's one degree I want to go after. I've just always been a life learner. I just love learning. And so I went back and started training in functional neurology with the Carrick Institute. Um, and it's, you know, it's a pretty prestigious degree and I'm, I'm excited that, you know, 50 some years old, I was still had the capacity to go through that whole process and pass the boards and all that. So. Well, you don't look at you know, it. You got that internal energy, which keeps you, keeps you bright. And I just wanted to say, Thank you so much for being on the show, Dr. Gafkin. And everyone out there, make sure you go take a stop, a visit over at Dr. Gafkin's office. You can see him at seekhealthnow.com, seekhealthnow.com. And I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. And everyone, let's make sure we get the word out. Let's share this video and help other people. God bless you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. You're the best.